Hello and welcome, welcome to, to our, our first social studies podcast. Our, our names, names are Elizabeth Mohal and Abdul. We, we are students at ASB and our teachers are Ms. Victoria and Mr. Michael. Today we are going to be talking about the Northwest Passage. You will learn about Henry Hudson's we hope you enjoy it. Elizabeth, do you know how or if the Europeans found the Northwest Passage? Yes, but I don't know everything. Please tell me more. Well, did you know the Europeans never actually found the Northwest Passage? No, I did not know that. Did they find something else? Or Giovanni found one of the most important rivers in North America while searching for the Northwest Passage. Henry Hudson even thought that the Northwest Passage is located on the north side of Virginia. Wait, they still thought that the Northwest Passage exists? Yes, they really did. Fun fact, while Henry was searching, was still searching, he reached New York Harbor and traded with the local Native Americans. Hudson sailed about 150 miles north on the river that floated into harbor. Thinking he had found the Northwest Passage, he soon discovered he, it contained fresh water. Whoa, the, Northwest, the Europeans really believe the Northwest Passage exists, but at least Henry found some wa- fresh water. Hudson's report of rich soil and resources would encourage the Dutch to start a new colony. On Hudson's second voyage in 1610, he explored what is now the Hudson Bay while searching for the Northwest Passage. This can't be possible. Maybe that's why they named it the Hudson Bay. I have one more question. Why was the Northwest Passage so important? In the 1490s and the 1500s, many Europeans believed that there was a shortcut. They believed this route connected the Atlantic and Pacific Ocean. The Europeans learned about the Native Americans while exploring the East Coast. Whoa, this was a lot of information. Thank you all for telling me about the Northwest Passage. Thank you for listening. See you next time on our podcast. Welcome to our podcast. Our name are Clara, Adric, Imani, and Anissa. Today we're going to be talking about the first French colonies. Our teachers are Miss Father and Mr. Michael. We study at AISB. Worked very hard on this, so please sit back and enjoy. Anissa, who is Samuel de Champion? Samuel de Champion was a French colonist, navigator, cartographer, draftsman, soldier, explorer, geographer, ethnologist, diplomat, and chronicler. He made between 21 and 29 trips across the Atlantic Ocean and founded Quebec in New France July 3, 608. Born in August 17, 556. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that. Imani, when was the founding of Quebec? Starting in 1598, French tried to establish a permanent settlement called New France. It hoped that the settlement would expand the fur trade and make money for France. This attempt failed. Then in 1608, King Henry IV sent Samuel de Champlain to New France as his governor. Champlain established a fur trading post in Quebec. In Quebec. That's so cool. 
Adric, how was New France's slow growth? In the early 1600s, King Louis XII began to expand New France. He allowed more people to settle there, but few French colonists. Um, one, one reason was that the king preferred Roman Catholics to settle the colony. French people who were not Catholic were more likely to settle in the English colonies than North America. In 1666, only 3,215 colonists lived in the real France. Louis XII also sent Catholic missionaries to Canada. French missionaries often lived in, among the Native Americans as they tried to convert the missionaries, built churches, and trading centers. Thank you, Hendrik. Clara, what happened while the search for the passage continued? Meanwhile, the French continued to search for the Northwest Passage. While Champlain returned to New France in 1610, he brought along 17-year-old Etienne Briel. The young man was eager to explore. The years earlier, Champlain had searched for the Northwest Passage. This time, he sent Briel to look for it. Young Briel was the first French explorer to see Lake Huron. He explored the western edge of Lake Huron, then turned back. During his search for the Northwest Passage, Briel also explored parts of Lake Ontario, Lake Erie, and Lake Superior. By the end of his career, he had explored four of the Great Lakes. In 1617, another explorer, John Nicolette, continued the search for the Northwest Passage. Nicolette followed the route that Etienne Briel took to Lake Huron. Then he pushed on and went further than Briel. He became the first European to say, see Lake Michigan. Both Briel and Nicolette lived amongst the Native Americans groups and explored the Great Lakes region. Wow. The end. So that's the end of our podcast. Hope you love it. Bye bye. Exploration and Conquest. Hey guys, welcome to our Social Studies Podcast. Our names are Rosamond, Eva, and Andrew. We are students at ASB and our teachers are Ms. Victoria and Mr. Michael. Today we'll be talking about Spanish Exploration and Conquest. What was the capital of the Aztec Empire? Tenochtitlan was the capital of the Aztec Empire. In what year did Spaniard Hernan Cortes land in Mexico? Hernan Cortes landed in Mexico in 1519. Did you know that Hernan Cortes landed in Mexico with, with more than 500 conquistadors? Conquistador is the Spanish word for, for conquerors. In what year did Hernan, Hernan Cortes reach Tenochtitlan? Hernan Cortes reached Tenochtitlan in 1519. How many people did smallpox kill? Smallpox killed more than 100,000 Aztec people. How many people live in Tenochtitlan? About 200,000 people live in Tenochtitlan, making it one of the largest cities in the world. How many people did the Aztec control? The Aztec people controlled about 6 million people. Let's talk about the fall of the Inca. This is a fun fact about the about the natives. Did you know that native people had never seen men with black and white skin? They had never heard guns fired, and they have never seen horses. After the conquest of the Aztec Empire, the Spanish set out to conquer the land to the south. They did not know that another empire, the wealthiest in the world, ruled much of South America. This was the Inca Empire. At height of its power. 
The Inca Empire extended more than 2,500 2, miles along the western coast of South America. This is the distance from New York City to Phoenix, Arizona. Most of the Inca Empire was located in, in Adras Mountain Range, the capital of Empire Cusco. In present-day Peru, was built at an altitude of 11,000 feet. A system of paved stone roads leading out from Cusco formed a highway system that tied the highway together. Bye, Bye guys! Hope, Hope you liked it. it! See you next time! and Miss Victoria's classroom. Today we are going to talk about the word expense. So let's get started. Nandura, how did Europe change the, when they discovered Asia? The first of European political power, commerce, and culture in Asia gave rise to grounding trade and commodities, key development in the rise of today's modern world, free market economy. The ensuing rise of rival Dutch East Indian Company gradually influenced in Portuguese influence in Asia. Thank you, Nandura. Hey, Kimmy, what is the Middle Ages about? I need to ask. During the Middle Ages, the during the Middle Ages, the period in European history from the concept of Roman civilization, civilization in the 5th century to the period of the Renaissance variously interrupted as being beginning in the, in the 3rd, 14th or 15th century depending on the region of Europe, Europe and other factors. Thank you, Kimia, for answering my question. Kimia, come. What are new trade routes about? New trade theory put emphasis on the growing trend on of intermediate goods. This new trend century century good new trade trend emphasizes in the same industry of the same country and this new trade trend is frequently called new new trade rule thank you Kaim. this was interesting thank you for listening to our social studies podcast see you next time bye Spanish in, 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 in society in New Spain. Spain. Spanish in North America.
Tarero, did you know that for the Spanish, North America was a frontier? Yes, a frontier is the far edge of the Pacific area. Modern day Florida was one early frontier for Spaniards. In 1539, Hernando de Soto landed in Florida with his with with hundreds of men and animals. He explored he explored the present day southern southern eastern United States. He never found gold. Instead, diseases carried by his men and animals killed thousands of Native Americans. And so, did you know? Did you know that Spanish conquistadors conquistadors continue to explore the culture in other parts of North America? Yes. With each expedition, disease carried by the men and their animals spread quickly among Native Americans' areas of land for Spain. In 1529, Spanish conquistador Alvar Nunez Cabeza de Vasa sailed north from Cuba. A hurricane wrecked his ship on the coast of present-day Texas. Cabeza de Vasa and his men lived in a Native American village. Alicia, did you know in the 1680s, the Spanish built settlements in, in the part New Spain that is now the state of Texas? Yes, they also built settlements along the coast of the Pacific Ocean by 80. The Spanish controlled much of what is New Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, California. Thank you for listening to our Social Studies Podcast. See you next time. Bye.